Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter." These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims, as well as recited regularly in congregation. So, what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juzamma? It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences, and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs, and in his unique and inimitable manner. makes them relatable so without further ado let's begin this journey and that i can see in the, in, in now in the schools and uh, and the, in the uh, and in the centers of the learning they never teach people to have mercy, to be kind they never teach people to be patient people have you know, uh, you know bad character you know lose their patience lose their temper so easily and they become angry and so many things happening because they know don't think this is the part of the life basically So they say now in the whole world has become like a you know, global village and this and that, and it don't need many of those values at the moment. But actually, this is not true really. People in the from inside really they're losers. It could be that you get those services, but you, those those services which when they come at the hand of a human being who loves you, they're different. You know, you can get you can go and buy the food from the restaurant, but the food that you get can get you know from the, your mother. she makes food for you the food that you get from your wife and from your family with the love and the kindness they're different food you know that you getting similarly the helps you can get you know can go to the hospitals and there are nurses and there are people who can take care of you but in the past when you know your family family members your children your people around you with the love and the you know an affection they're helping you they're different matter you know this thing really to now the society maybe they have developed some some of those agencies which can help the people certain way but not human really things have become more more unhu- uh, inhuman and people have to have in you know, broken from the inside and you can see people get all those supports but still they missing something people are not happy you know people don't have the you know the children are people are in the hospital but the families are not there so they are missing these things so you could be it could be that they get some some of those care but what quran is trying to say is sabr and marham or marham is not there that mercy kindness from the heart coming no more there you know you can't buy the mercy you can't buy the kindness you cannot buy that you can pay, pay money you know for the but you can't get this you can't buy the love love never can be bought you cannot pay money for to get the love people only can love you by certain action people only can have mercy with certain things what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is actually teaching proper human society where people are not selfish where people are and the people they do for the sake of money so if you don't pay money properly nobody is going to take care of you the people who comes to look after you in your house maybe they get money if you are not paid they are not going to help but what quran is teaching no money by humanity celebrate to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the sake of paradise you know if i am in way can I help you i must help you and my reward is with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not from the people this is thing that when you get reward from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that makes something different so that you know quran is saying that you know basically you can say really that you know the people you know people's inside and outside 
the two differ really the external world is different from internal world internal world needs really deep connection with allah subhanahu wa taala and with with the human around you but now actually what happens is internal world and external world that they, they are part they are not the same you know people live in the house they don't know their neighbors people live in the house they, they are clearly not cut about their mother and their father their brothers all broken so quran is teaching the people that is thumma kana min alladhina amanu wa tawasaw bis sabr wa tawasaw bil marhama when people become angry with you still patient you look after your father and he you know in you know, very bad health he becomes angry sometimes but you are patient your mother says something you don't remind her that you see i look after you so much and you are you become angry with me you don't say like that sabr patience can you get people like that is there anybody who can help you and you become angry and still they keep helping you but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala command the people of the sabr and the marhama mercy ulaika ashabul maimana those are the people of the right hand walladhina kafaru bi ayatina hum ashabul mash'ama and the quran summarizes about ungrateful people because so much detail has come and those who are ungrateful reject our verse don't believe in that don't believe our commands don't think properly don't use the signs properly don't use their eyes properly don't use their lips and their tongue properly don't think properly don't don't understand the revelation don't look in the life of the messenger to ayat are all those things allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what he created and what he commands both are ayats so what you see around is the ayat from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they are signs from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but what he commands in the quran that's also ayat so those people who are ungrateful to our ayat reject them don't believe in them whom are sahabul mashama they are the people of the left hand and the punishment for them is alaihim narun musada for them is narun musada narun mutbaqa a fire which will close them all the doors will be shut and everything you can't see beyond that you can't look anywhere you can't cry for the help the people will remain there in the, all the musada people cannot run away there people cannot escape that 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 people in this world you are running from the hardship of islam you know to make life easier but people don't understand really after this easy life of the desire what is going to come it is much much more suffering you know the hardship that you get in the in the fajr prayer you know in the night prayer in spending money very little and that hardship also has some enjoyment but after that always enjoyment but if you don't pray sleep the enjoyment that you get in sleep eating and drinking uh, you know uh, yeah maybe for a while but after that the punishment that is coming the punishment actually forever and the punishment is uh, so hard it is there no way to escape you can't call anybody to help you nobody can come and make your punishment lighter it will not allow you khaffa from al azab the punishment never can be made lighter so may allah save us and protect us from 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 that fire so i stop it here inshallah and if you have any question please ask Yeah, and people are in many, many bonds. 
So there are actually people under, you know, debts. There are so much debt for many people. You know, they cannot do anything because of the, you know, you can see there are actually debts coming from the families. And the families become slaves like, you know, many, many parts of the world. They have to keep paying. Actually, nations have been enslaved. So they are under so much debt. So this is one of the ways also, you know, many, many, uh, you know, Muslim families, they buy the houses on, on the loan and they are really on continuous debt. So if people can help them to free them from their debt, you know, it is one of the things that so they make life easier. Then they can have more time really to spend on ibadah and da'wah because to think really that you have to pay back and all your, you know, settle all your debt is not easy. So there can be many, many things. So, you know, in our times, you know, certainly debts are those, one of those things which can make people very much tired. So freeing them and helping them you know, more important. And also really to make life easier for the people, like you know, many people studying and doing research and they don't have enough means to help them, to free them for that purpose, you know, also very good. And also many, many ulama and scholars who can, you know, help the religion properly, but they spend so much time for, you know, for looking after their needs and this and that. So if the, some Muslims can free them and, you know, to make them to, you know, the, work properly, it will have the, one of the freeing things people to do in the past. There are so many things, you know, people can do, inshallah. No, this actually, there are sometimes problems in the pronouns, uh, you know, because Arabic language is different. Uh, in many other languages, you know, pronouns can create problems because they are not so clear. But Arabic language, because it's got, you know, it's easy to, because the thing is, yeah, first Quran is, uh, you know, making the, uh, uh, using the evidence of city of Makkah and the history of Makkah, Makkah from Ibrahim Islam. So that's why he referred to the people of Makkah, Wanta, you are there, you know. Then Quran is uh, mentioning, the man is general. So the Quran says, You can say, insan has come. So now when the pronoun comes, it refers to insan. And the Quranic way always have been in the beginning for the da'wah purpose. You know, some of those criticism, they don't come directly like second person. Quran makes like a third person. So that's why the Quran says, He goes to, to, to insan. Yaqul, this is again, Yaqulu ahlaktu, that insan, ayahsabu alam yarahu, alam najallahu, it all going to insan, to mankind, insan, and then falakta hama, and you know, this thing, and then fakku raqaba, the same thing, not not say you, there's nothing to suggest that it is something you, all for that purpose, falakta hama, why didn't he, you know, he made, attempted to ascend, you know, that aqaba, to fakku all, you know, third person, 
Thumma kana, then he became minal ladina. He became part of those people who believe. So jama plural has come to make you part of those people. So kana is still the one, you know, singular. Third person singular. Yeah, you know, it is, uh, yeah, it could be the Prophet and, and, and the people. Yeah, it's right. فَلَقْتَهَمَ الْعَقَبَ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا الْعَقَبَ You know, it, it, uh, when Quran addresses the people, so the story, basically all the things mentioned about the insan, but it is the story of the insan is being said to certain people. So while telling the story of the insan, you know, Quran keeps, uh, uh, you know, the address in the mind. To address it basically, the, you know, like the Prophet himself, or maybe people of Makkah. To so that kept in mind, those third person itself actually repent to those people. But the Quran actually making the story of those people like a third person and talking to the, to the people uh, about them as they being third person. And whenever Quran says, Wama adraka, it always actually comes like that, you know, it, like uh, addressing the people. So keeping the audience in the mind. The audience are people of Makkah and Mukarrama, and the story is being told to tell whatever mention. Do it is about them, but assuming them as the third person and make them like you know, in the word of Al Insan. You know, if you want to understand actually, the way of the Quran is more like a speech. When a speaker, not like a, more like writing, when a speaker speech, speaks, then he can you know, turn to his audience. Sometimes he makes them into third person, sometimes you know, second person. And a concept like when Quran says about in Surah Yusuf, Yusuf Yusuf, turn away from this and seek forgiveness for your sin. If you translate in English, it looks that, that he's saying to Yusuf both things. But actually, the way it's happening is Yusuf is there and his wife is there. So when he turns to Yusuf, he says, Yusuf and then he turns to his wife and says, and you to seek it. But if you translate it, it becomes like the same person. But because it addresses two different people, so he's turning his, you know, his, his, his face from one person to other person. So it is basically more like a speech when you're talking with the people directly. You know, there's a book, and you have, you know, in the, in the part of the Mola Farai book, Asalibul Quran. A small work. Very nicely. In this, all these things, the mere pronouns, how the Quran keeps changing, you know, how, why, the style of the Quran, very nicely here they solve this problem. So, you know, if you read that, it's part of that, you can see the, in, 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 you know, in that collection, Asalibul uh, Quran. Yeah. Hmm. So, what, what you have read, Tafsir? No Quran first is saying now. No doubt in Arabic language Najd comes when people are you know going up. That's Najd comes to Hadaynahu Najdain. But uh, you know, because when people, people are moving, like like basically climbing, so going up basically, to when people walk up. 
that meaning, but meaning basically here is that these people, all of the people say Najdan means, uh, you know, uh, tariqain, you know, two, two ways. And, uh, and, uh, and it has come uh, in, in other verses of the Quran where it can say, Inna hadaynahu sabila imma shakaram wa imma kafura. We have guided him the path either to be, you know, uh, kafir or, or, or shakur. So basically the path, sabil has been used. The Quran is used for the same purpose in uh, Sabil, in other words, in, in, in Surah Al-Dahr. And then both paths are mentioned as Shakir or Kafur. So that's why in the light of that verse, people say Najdan basically means Najd of the Shukr and Najd of the Kufr. Path of the Shukr and part of the Kufr, both of them. So these are two paths. In that Surah, because, because the thing is, uh, whenever uh, more than one thing is mentioned, so you can mention the dual word in Arabic language, you can also mention the plural, and you also can mention the singular with alif lam, thinking about the jins. Jins means anything that can be called path. So when you say as-sabil, as-sabil can include both paths. So for example, when you say, if I say that, you know, uh, you know al-ayn, al-ayn can be, mean both of them. So for example, if somebody said, you know, uh, do you see? So you say, no, I have got eye. Al-Ain. To Al-Ain, you don't mean that I've got only one eye. When you say Al-Ain, you mean I've got the eye, which could be two eyes, Al-Ain. So similarly, when, Arabic, when you say As-Sabil, As-Sabil means the path. It could be two paths, it could be three paths, it could be more than one. So we have known the path of two, so it could be two paths. So As-Sabil in Arabic does not necessarily mean one path. As-Sabil could include jinns. Jinns means anything that can come under that category. When you say Al-Insan, the man, it can include all the people. When you say al-bahr, the sea, it's not only one sea, it can be all the sea, anything. So whenever you use al, it actually includes all the things that can come under that category. That we say al Islam for the jinns. No, I don't <coughs> Because the first thing is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that, you know, we have created the man in the suffering and hardship. To, you know, to get his goal. But he has forgotten all those hardships and this, he just wants to enjoy easy life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not, he knows that, you know, Allah has power above him. So, you know, he can, like, Rabbaka Labi Mirsad, you know, he's watching him. And then Allah said, you know, not only that, this man, you know, forgotten all the responsibility, everything, and enjoy the life. And I said, I spent so much money, invested so much money all the time, keep making all these claims. He, then Allah said, doesn't he, does he think that nobody has seen? So this, this is the context. But I didn't understand the question. How do you think it is not connected? This I what? Because the thing is that, uh, you know, it is connected with the previous surah. The Quran has mentioned that when people get favor from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they need to, need to be grateful, they need to worship Him. And, you know, and they have to walk on the, on the hard, you know, difficult path. Because Allah has made them like that. But these people, they enjoy the life. They want to just be enjoyment and eating and drinking and fulfilling the desire. So do they think that Allah has not, no power upon them? Like in the previous surah, the Quran says, 
And then these people, they say, we have spent so much money here and there in gambling and, you know, in wedding party and this and that. Quran says that, you know, do, do you think Allah does not see them what they're doing? How they're spending money, where they're spending and how much they're spending? Don't do you think to this? No, no, they're not saying anafakto. You know, nifaq means when you spend money, you know, with some sense. Ahalakto means destroy the money. Just like that, just wasting. That ahalakto ilak means. Yeah, this also can be connected with that. This can be connected with that. But same point, basically, Allah wants to say that these people, they don't remember the history of their own town and how it is built. When Allah's favor comes, where the duty and responsibility comes, these people, they just think this space is for enjoyment. Eating, drinking, enjoyment. And, you know, in a way, that looks like that nobody has power upon them. And then sometimes they will say that, I, you know, I did this, I did this, you know. Like rich people always make, you know, this, that, you know, spend so much money here and there. That's what they say. The Quran said, do they think that nobody sees them? So it is mentioning, you know, where, because Quran wants to collect that on the spending of the, uh, of the, of the orphans. So they destroy their money, waste their money, but when it comes to spend the right path, they don't do this. But anyway, think properly, because maybe I didn't understand the question properly. Think properly, inshallah. You know, no doubt Quran is in Arabic language. So if people want to understand the word of Allah directly, they have to learn that language and they have to learn actually basic things which can, you know, uh, which can explain the meaning of the Quran. But if somehow the people don't know the language, they don't know those basic things which can help to understand the Quran, then the best way is, you know, to learn from, you know, uh, the meaning of the Quran from a scholar, from a alim, you know, who knows these things, or read from, from, from a book. Uh, as far the tafsir, tafsir works, you know, there are so many, but you know, every, every book of tafsir has its own and beauty and benefit, not the same. So it depends on how, what people are looking. So if somebody wants to know the fiqh aspect and the ahkam of the Quran, there are books written, tafsir, on that aspect. Sometimes people want to learn those tafsir, which are more beauty of the language and things like that. So there's something, you know, for that purpose as well. Uh, you know, for, for the common people's use, uh, you know, uh, maybe, one of the good tafsir is tafsir of Ibn Kathir. So tafsir of Ibn Kathir is more easy and those hadiths which are you know, uh, better and more sound and meanings have been made much clear. And there's also translation of, of the tafsir in English language. So one can you know, read that tafsir and it, it, it can help. 
and in the modern times there have been some tafsir which are very good. One of the Bai says Qub Shaheed Fiz Ghalal al-Quran. Very nicely, the work of da'wah and thinking for common people helps them to, to become nearer to the Quran. So it is one of the good work of Sayyid Qub Shaheed Rahimullah Ta'ala. And uh, then also there is tafsir Urdu language by Mawla Madudi. It also very helpful in this matter. And one of the tafsir which uh, I appreciate more because it is more connecting the Quran and understanding the system is by Mawlana Amin Hassan Islahi. Tadabbur Quran in Urdu language and some part have been translated to English as well. So these are some of the good, uh, good tafsir. But at the end of the day, any tafsir is you know, human explanation. We need, Allah SWT did not send the book so people write tafsir. He sent the book so people understand and follow it. So you know, this tafsir can tell you what, how this person understands the Quran. But still you need to come to the Quran itself really, how Allah SWT wants you to what to be. So that is no doubt really. Maybe sometimes trans reading translation can help, but not, but not easy. So, you know, anyway, if people are not alim, so they need to do reading of the Quran under the supervision of somebody who's a alim and who understands the Quran properly. Yeah, you know, inheritance is for everybody. Except, you know, if somebody kills, so the killer never can inherit the one he killed. Because he's killed to get everything, he will be deprived. So the people who kill, they cannot inherit the person who they killed. But otherwise, you know, every children, except if somebody changes the religion, so then in Islamic ways, there never can be inheritance between the people of two different religions. So a Christian cannot inherit a Muslim, a Muslim cannot inherit a Christian. So that cannot be. And also there is uh, some details also which, uh, which I don't agree. There are some people who also say inheritance cannot happen between the people of two different countries, two different houses. Uh, but that actually in our time it is not very easy really. So if people can inherit, but these things are mean. If somebody has killed someone, you know, people have changed the religion, so then they can't inherit it. Otherwise, you know, every child, everybody can inherit. You know the value basically means you work to please your Lord, to worship properly, to basically that the goal is to please Allah Taala to get paradise. And then after that, you have to find out what are the works which can help you to get that goal and then do them. So that was, for example, you know, if anybody wants to, you know, if you want to build something, that is your purpose, then you have to get all the materials, all the things that can help the buildings. If you want to get the paradise, please your Lord, then you have to learn from a messenger, a prophet, from a book that what are the actions which can make you to get the paradise. Then that labor, if you make another labor, it will not help. So, you know, if you have to travel to, you know, to, to Pakistan and you get a plan for you know, going to Egypt, you will not reach there, even if you spend more money. So, similarly, people, you know, work harder, but that work should be connected to that value, what people believe. Then, yeah, that's certain, yeah, Allah SWT will guide help. That Allah's way, that in Allah's jahadu fina, those people who work hard to get us, to please us, we must guide them, we must make them successful. So success will come. So goal should be proper right and the effort should be the same which Allah has made to achieve that goal. 
If people do this, eh, then Allah will help them to get the success. Is it clear? Oh. Yeah, so Sheikh, uh, the value is more, more kind of similar to gold. You have to yeah, that, that's basically that what every effort, for example, I, you know, I make effort to earn money. So that's the value. So my value actually you know, is 50 pounds worth. One day work, 50 pounds. So I work for that, that's the value of my work. So that value should be correct. The value of the believer is, you know, paradise, it's not easy. It is much, much more, more very few. You know, it is much more uh, better than this whole, uh, this whole universe. Okay. It, seems, it seems to me that in this Surah, even if we have little, we have to be uh, merciful. Not just when we have a lot or easy life, as we give when there is a family. I understood that the family includes the, includes the giver. That's why it's so hard and connected to the hard part. In which case, slightly different from previous surahs, which seem to be referring to people who have and commanded to spend. Is, that, is this right? You know, no doubt in both surahs, not exactly everything same, but even that surah has mentioned that, you know, once people have, you know, hardship and less thing, that thing that we are, we are suffering. So even in that condition, people should think actually it's coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they should do good as, as, as much as, as they can, can do. But even in this surah, more emphasis actually of Rahmaid for the people who can, who can, who can, who are, who have a favor from Allah SWT. And, and, and reference to sabr is for those who are deprived. That's more, more gen- generally like that. Though still, no doubt people who are deprived, they still can do some Rahma, some mercy, some kindness. Say this group is wrong. How, how does one measure the, the you know the right path never has a mystery. Right path is not a puzzle that people cannot solve. Right path, if anybody uses the eye properly, mind properly, right path is open for them. It is so clearly. But what people need actually is the fear of Allah of not being misguided. Not prejudice, not because I follow the support of just think properly, be humble. Think really that you know I should not be misled. I should follow Allah and then read the Quran and life of the Prophet You get and that why when the Prophet said that you know my ummah will be divided into seventy three different groups and the companions ask which one is on the right path. He says Ma ana alayhi wa sahabi. Among all those seventy three, those are those who are on what I am and my companions, they are guided people. So just think really that you know what is the way of Allah, Allah the Messenger and, and the companions. Then just do this. So many things that we ask people to do, if they, Allah the Messenger has not done, then leave them. And if you do mistake, sometime Allah will forgive. But there should be fear of Allah and make a proper serious effort to walk on the path, and then Allah will help, inshallah. So among all those so many groups, among all those groups, they, those are guided who make effort to follow Allah the Messenger and his companions. So that's why we say that it's not that, you know, is salivated people are Salafis or Deobandis or Barelvis. No. What we say actually is among all those groups, salivated are those who are on the way of Allah the Messenger and the companions. So salivated group is not a group that you just join them and you become part of them and you affiliate to them and you become, you know, just claim that you are your identity. It's not. Salivated group are those who have Iman and the Amal among all these groups. 
So there could be among some Barelevit who are salivated. There could be among Salafi, some people who are salivated, among the Deobandis, somebody who is salivated, among all the groups of it, and among all these groups also will be people who are not salivated because they take their group identity. While well, another religion has come for Iman and Amal. So among all the groups who uh, follow Allah the Messenger and the, uh, and the companions, they are the salvated. My way is basically to say what Allah and His Messenger say and then stop. You know, Quran says, you know, Allah is with you wherever you are. So we say Allah is with us because that's what Allah wants to say. If you want to, us to know that He is everywhere, wherever we are, so we say the same thing. Allah also says He is on the arsh. We also believe in that. You know, whatever Quran says, we believe in that. We don't want to, you know, make a new meaning for us. So anything that has come in the Quran about Allah, we believe in that. But we don't want to put in our own words. Just that words. So the Quran said, He is with you wherever you are. So we say Allah is with you wherever you are. And we also say Allah is on the arch. For me, it is difficult to be in, two, in, in this way. But for Allah, it is not. Allah can be everywhere. Allah also can be on the arch. At the same time. Because for everything else is so near to him anyway. And if, when he, he can make things away from him, you know, not necessarily physically, but from mercy away from Allah. Allah also, the thing is, simple thing is, in these matters, when you start arguing and discussing and explaining, then it becomes more problematic. Simple thing is, say those words which Allah and Quran and Allah the Messenger have said, and then be quiet. It will be guided. If once you start explaining, it becomes, it becomes philosophy, it becomes problem. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. That's D-E-E-P-D-E-E-N.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves.